one year ago, we hit the publish button and we sent out episode number one to the entire world or to anyone that was that happened to listen to the first episode of the Sweet Run podcast. We can hardly believe it's been one year. It, in some ways, it seems like yesterday. In some ways, it seems like the longest year ever. But we are so excited to celebrate this one-year anniversary of the Sweet Run podcast, and we're excited for year number two. And we really need your help. We so appreciate you being here. And if you could just take a moment to leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or any platform that you listen to our podcast on, it would help us grow the show. It would help new potential listeners find the show. So if you could do that for us, we would really appreciate it. And we're just excited to bring you new content for year number two. So join us for this fun ride. And thank you so much for being a part of our audience and our friends and just supporting us through this first year. Thanks so much, guys. Welcome to the Sweet Run Podcast, your source for all things running and travel in super fun destinations around the world. We're your hosts, Gerald Mitchell and Natalie Mitchell. Welcome to episode 56 of the Sweet Run Podcast. And this week, we are so happy to welcome Demetrius Short to the show. Demetrius is changing the lives of young people one race at a time. This two-time marathoner is the CEO of Steps of Success, an organization he founded to provide scholarships for young college students from underserved communities. Demetrius is also the captain of Black Men Run Nashville, and they team up with Brown Boys Read where they read with young boys, I mean boys as young as third grade. They help them with their reading and then they take them on a run. How cool is that? They're helping them with these life-changing literacy skills that they have to have in order to succeed in the world. And then they're introducing them to the sport of long distance running. It's simply amazing, fantastic, phenomenal. Demetrius is a dynamic, enthusiastic leader in his community, and you will be moved by everything that he is doing to transform young lives. And then in the second part of the conversation, we talk all things Nashville. We're going to Music City and Demetrius loves his city. He tells us the best places to run in Nashville. Great restaurant options. I mean, your mouth is going to be watering when you hear the recommendations he has on where to eat in Nashville. Awesome things to do great races, and so much more. This is an, a really fun conversation in so many ways, and it's eye-opening, inspiring, and so much more. So let's just get to it. So here we go. We just wanted to take a moment to give a big shout out to our sponsor, Inside Tracker. Fall is here, you guys. It's already November. I can hardly believe it, and races are well underway. We all want to run our very best and let the training that we've been putting in show. And that's where Inside Tracker comes in because they help you answer the question, what is going on inside my body? It's a science-backed, trackable action plan that Inside Tracker provides. You go and you get your blood drawn and they do the rest. And they give you a comprehensive plan and show you what it is that you're missing, what you're doing really great at, what you might need help with. And it's all laid out for you. It's really an awesome plan and it helps you complete the whole picture of where you're trying to go as an athlete and as a person. So we have a great code for you. Of course we have a code for you. 25% off with the code 
Sweet Run gets you a really sweet deal, 25% off of everything that they have to offer. So take advantage of this and find out what's going on inside your body. A big thanks to Inside Tracker. And now, friends, please enjoy our conversation with Demetrius Short. Demetrius Short, welcome to the Sweet Run Podcast. We're so happy to have you. I'm honored, truly honored to be here with you. Uh, well, we are excited to talk to you about all things running and, and then get into Nashville and tell everybody listening, because you're training for marathon number two. Is that right? That's correct. <laughs> Coming up in a couple of weeks. Tell us about it. November 20th, I will be uh, entering that 1% again for the second time. Um, didn't add too many goals on the first one. I did want to do a sub four. Um, and beat Kevin Hart. He had just did his the week before. So that was in my mind. Uh, but I caught a cramp at mile 25 and I almost choked the race director who put the last mile up Titan Bridge at oh. mile 25. And I caught a cramp in a 405. So still not bad with no training. I'm doing more training in this one. Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to do that sub four. And I say, I'm going to retire and not be my, my two and done, but we always say that, right? Never. We always say that. I think that's how people get hooked into this whole marathon thing. They're like, oh, I just want to do one because it's on my bucket list. And the next thing you know, see later. Well, maybe I'll sign up for another one. I'll try that. No, why not? And next thing, yeah, you're in for the long haul. Yes. So how did you get into the sport of running and, and marathons and all of that? Wow. A very interesting story. I mean, I, I was a three sport, you know, football, baseball, basketball in high school. My idea of running was home the first in baseball or basketball up and down that little court or football, a little scamper as a quarterback. Never was a long distance runner. Uh, got down here in Nashville. I was the first in my family to graduate, um, to go to college. Um, and I started wearing suits in fifth grade to be like my dad, um, who was a UPS executive. And they thought I was a fad. So I'm fifth grade all through high school. I'm Again, going to sports events, balling my suit up in the locker after the games. I'm going to, I'm just an old soul. Like, who's 18 with a suit on after a Friday night game? Um, but little did I know that that suit was going was gonna to play an instrumental part in my life to help um, not only me, but other, other youth. So I got to Fisk University here in Nashville, and uh, I was 228 pounds, the heaviest I've ever been. I ruptured my Achilles in 07. Um, and just blew up. I'm like, you know what? No, this is not healthy. Met a friend at the, at, the, at the YMCA, saw her running. And, you know, I just said, I'm gonna go for a run with her one day. I had no idea what three miles was. <laughs> and I'm gasping, <laughs> but it's my ego, right? No man's gonna let this. I'm like, no way. I'm gasping. I called my wife and said, this girl's trying to kill me. She's trying to kill me. <laughs> and here we are 14 years later. Um, I'm still, you know, training with Michelle 14 years. She was an Olympic uh, sprinter and kind of got me into the game. And, and then I turned that suit thing, you know, being in school, no scholarship, um, no um, just financial aid and things of that sort. I created a 5K race called Steps of Success where for the last 11 years, I've run my 5K every year in a suit and sneakers to help raise money for thousands of college students, and underserved youth to fulfill and accomplish their dreams. That's how I got wow. involved. That's that a great story. Is a great 
inspiring story. So you run a 5K in a suit. Every year, wore suits all through college. Again, got my, took me five and a half years, went from a 3.8 GPA down to 1.8, the pride of Cincinnati, the shame. Uh, God just had a totally different avenue for me to go. I thought it was going to be sports. Plan Plan A was gone. And then I just, I just hunkered down in school and got Got through, got my dream job with IBM, got married, making $60,000. I got my dream and I would go back to school and I would, I would walk from campus to my internships in the early 90s. My dad wouldn't buy me a car. So I'm walking in a suit, briefcase, alligator skin shoes, 3.2 miles. before. This is before I was a runner. Here's, here's how crazy the story is. I wasn't running then. I was just in school. And when I went back and graduated... And I actually ran it. it. I was running a 5K during the toughest and the darkest time of my life, not knowing that 12 years later, I would be CEO of a nonprofit helping thousands of kids and running in a suit to help give back all, all this money to help them overcome what my barrier was. It was just an amazing, I, could, I need to write a book. Everyone said, you need to write a book because this is kind of crazy how this happened, but it, I'm the successful CEO today uh, because of my struggle and not quitting. And we say steps of success. Every step I took was a step towards my success. And I put that suit on. Now I have CEOs flying all over the country. They come uh, with suits on. I had the first female come with a suit on two years ago. So now we're getting 20, 30, 40 crazy people like me running this in a suit, all to help ignite, inspire, and transform lives. No, that's beautiful because I, I, I was reading a little bit of your bio and it kind of skipped a little bit from you walking to then you running. And I'm like, well, what, how'd you pick running? But thank you for the backstory because that bridges that gap for me, man. Because I was thinking, now, why would you pick running in a suit when you were already walking? But right. I got it. Yeah. I mean, wow. I, I, thought, I thought it'd be a one and done. And I think that first year, I, I just wanted to help one kid. You know, I'm like, I didn't see 12 years as a CEO. I saw you know what? I struggle. I'm going to give away a couple $500 scholarships and I'm done. I'm out. And to have 225 African-American students at Fisk and Meharry and Tennessee State behind me in year one and students crying saying, thank you, Mr. Short. It, the epiphany of you got something here, you know, and I vowed that day I will always run it until the day I die or can't do it. I vowed to do this every year on in September. And we've done it for the last 11 years. Oh my gosh, I have so many questions. Okay, so the race takes place in September. Mm -hmm. Now, can you, can, do do people normally wear a suit? Because I would love to come and run it. I, I've never run a 5K in a suit, but <laughs> I'm down for that. Yeah, <laughs> that we, sounds we, awesome. That was the big thing, you know, my thing was uh, when I, when I came around the corner year one, so the cops are sitting there and they're like, and, you know, they, they, they were they were laughing like they because they didn't nobody knew who I was. You know, it was like they didn't realize I was the race director and the founder. I just come around the corner and the crowd is looking like, who is this guy? I'm like, hey, let's get ready. I'm the founder and director and I'm going to run it in a suit. And it's like, wow. So year one, nobody had on a suit but me. But then we got creative and started making the T-shirt. We call them T-suits. So now every year, what, what, and I changed my suit every year, seersucker, 
a dapper year five. Of course, I came with a tuxedo. You know, I had to have a tuxedo. <laughs> year five, you know, I had the neons on. I had the jeans and the, and the blazer for business casual. So every year the suit changes and the T-shirt mimics the suit. So we call them T-suits. So you are, are running in the suit uh, to exemplify success and kind of mass because we know the typical person running a 5K in the first place, but put a suit on. We had a couple guys, oh, that's easy. And one of my friends said he was ripping the lining out of the suit. He oh, kind of overheating. He said, D, you are crazier than I thought. Think you are. How does yes. do that? But, you know, you don't have to wear a suit. You can. Uh, but, um, you know, we have people that are that are showing up all over the world now um, running in that suit and virtually now. I bet you that's have some great. amazing pictures you're gonna have to share some photos of us of you running in a suit in this race your own Mm -hmm. race okay so it's steps of success Mm -hmm. and the money goes to children uh african-american children primarily and tell us a little bit about what that money what they use the money for yeah our mission is to ignite inspire and transform the lives of collegiate students and youth living in underserved communities what we've done since year one of this race we have created a top tier talent pipeline of African-American students who now are being hired by Fortune 500 companies, all from my crazy idea 11 years ago to make the race a, an initiative, a health and wellness initiative for students to come out, take a walk. Don't think about the books. We don't give a dime to any student or young person who doesn't get in that race and just do your best. All the youth's bibs go into a separate um, um, bucket and we pull, here's the, here's the tearjerker. They don't know that we pull and give $1,000 scholarships on the spot. No essay, no tell me a time. We are rewarding primarily African-American students young from fifth grade, third grade. We're, we're in the hood. We're dealing with under, underserved youth who have never seen their mom run, dad's not there, don't know where our next meal is coming. We have 500, 600 young people from fifth grade to college out at this race with another thousand runners from the community. And to see at that award ceremony saying, Sarah, and the tears, and just saying, I walked three miles, Mr. Short. I never thought. So that that's the start of how we cultivate leaders. It's just meet me at this race. You may not understand it. But life is not straight. When IBM laid me off with my wife nine months pregnant and clumps of hair falling out of her head, mm. this race symbolic is symbolic of perseverance, determination. So it is a symbolic, it's symbolic of life. Do you quit at mile one? There's a heel. Get your butt up the heel. They laid me off. So what? They lost the best thing. Let's move on and get to the next thing. So it teaches them in a 3.1 mile pathway what they may go through in life and help them break down those barriers. And at the finish line are all of our supporters and sponsors, our internship opportunities, the support that they need. And when they come across that finish line, they're like, I did something. And we reward them, acknowledge them. And then we have those thousand. This year we raised $60,000 in a pandemic. 60,000. So we're gonna give away a whole lot of money here in a couple of weeks. Um, and just celebrate some students and just put some of that money into our underserved communities and our Black Men Run Brown Boys Weed program and all of that. 
the race is really taking off and we're doing a lot with the money and, and making sure it gets to the right people. What an incredible person you are that you started this and to see it come so far in 11 years and you're, you're just getting started. You, I mean, this is, you guys listening, everybody go support Demetrius in this venture and help these kids. How amazing. Yeah. And I have to say, you know, in running particularly longer distance races, you, you always talk about, you know, you hear about the elites, mm-hmm. uh, sub elites, the, the middle of the pack, the back of the pack. You, sir, and the people that are with, running with you are the heart yeah. of the pack. Yeah. I mean, I don't care where you fall in, the, like you said, the time. And that's that is beyond what running distance running is about or sports in general. It, it, it's a tremendous humanitarian effort. And the lives that you're touching, you're helping these kids not only show them about running and long distance running, mm-hmm. but helping them with their educational goals and health, health and wellness. It's wow. I am so impressed. Little weird, but I mean, it is, it has, I mean, again, to see what we're doing, we just got a $30,000 grant from fifth third bank um, to now take our, we have a, a program called black men run Brown boys read. We've partnered with schools in, in the inner city and we're combating that third grade literacy rate. You know, the Harvard study says if you're not reading at or above, the high school dropout rates are astronomical. So we, for the last four years, partnered. And I mean, it's just emotional. I, I, I as a Black man run captain, to have 50 African-American or brown and, black, brown and Black boys who would never run. We read 40 minutes and then we take them out on the run. So it's literacy and it's mm-hmm. health. They're learning about their BMI. I didn't learn about my BMI. I didn't know what BMI was. You know, I thought it was a record label. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm like, like, no, Demetrius, you're overweight. Oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> but they're learning. I'm, I'm, I'm bringing 40, 50 African American leaders. Uh, we're bringing the Ferraris to their school. We're saying you can get this the right way, you can get this the wrong way. You know, so they're seeing strong African-American males and men in general, because we have white, we have all different types. And they just love the fact that we're strong men going into and and, and being role models to read 40 minutes and then to take them out on a run. And then they all, after eight weeks of doing that reading and literacy, they all um, accumulate at at my race and they, they run their first 5K. So we are now spawning the next generation of runners who would possibly never come from this community, yes. but they're coming from them because of what we've literally done and that they get 30,000 from a, a bank to say, hey, now we're going to add financial literacy onto that. Now we're going to learn about investing in fifth grade, reading, and that education is hip. Education is great. I got a board meeting another month. We cannot wait to, to project the next three years of where this is going to go. At the end of the day, it's all about that child, that student that, that says, Mr. Short, you helped me. And that's, that's, that's how they pay it back to us. Unbelievable. I have a question about the literacy portion because I know that that is so important. When you're working with these young students like in third grade and, you're, and you know, what are you finding works with helping them with reading? Is it the repetition? Is it reading with them on a regular basis? I mean, the, tell us a little bit about the literacy program. This cohort this year was the most difficult for us. My wife came on board. She's getting her uh, master's and doctorate in educational psychology. And so she's not been at the table with us the last three years. So this year she's getting involved to help. How does that brain think? How how does a student learn um, in a smaller, sometimes it's a smaller classroom. 
Um, this cohort, 92% of the 22 boys couldn't, couldn't read a book. Mm. 10 boys couldn't spell it. Mm. I mean, and I'm, I'm going, you're playing. And it's like, Miss Short, I've never read a book. And I'm going, okay, so these are just, they're going to increase the stats to troubled youth because if you can't read, that's the basic foundation to, you can't get a license. You can't, you're, you're going to be a follower. Let's go rob this bank. Okay, you, you're going to find what it, negative attention is attention. If you're not getting any attention, guess what? I'm going to be the class clown or I'm going to be the troublemaker and I'm going to go shoot up or become, do something that's, that, that will give me that whatever affirmation I need. Um, so what we found is that we call it the boardroom. We come in the room. It is, he may read a little slower and we set the tone right off the bat. He may stutter a little bit, but guess what? We are brotherhood. Nobody laughs. The see young men get up and put their arms around another kid and help them read. We're sitting there fighting back tissue. You know, we all, we all men, we going, you know, we're sitting there like, <laughs> uh, so it, yeah. it's the atmosphere. And again, to take a kid from zero to 10, the, the librarians in our programs, they said, Demetrius, you all are, you all are making it fun. The very first thing is they're taking books home, which they never would have. And they are getting an appreciation for reading. It starts with that affirmation that reading is important and we're here to support you and it can be fun. So we make them stand up, we do presentation skills. Who wants to read today? Give them $10, $5 or, or some type of encouragement or whatever. So it's all about just believing in them and saying, whether you read slow or not, we believe you can do better. And it all comes with the culture of what we bring to the schools. And at the end of the day, that's unmatched with a lot of other programs that are out there today. And to pair that with running, is really unique and what an amazing opportunity for these kids. I mean, it's really, I, I just, I'm kind of speechless. Yeah, like, I, yeah, I haven't had much to say because <laughs> uh, it's, it's just overwhelming what you're doing um, because you're tackling two very important mm -hmm. issues in inner cities, in impoverished areas, regardless yeah. of who they are. And that's oftentimes education, which is foundation mm -hmm. literacy is a foundation and then you know in health health and wellness and yeah. the wellness becomes mental mm -hmm. educational financial and physical right so it's yes. health and wellness all the way around so uh, and, and they have the pipeline from you know we did the college students for the first 10 years because my 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 mission was every year universities are pushing out thousands of young future leaders if i can connect with these Vander, we have, we have seven universities within 20 minutes here. Seven, seven. I said, if a five, fifth, fifth grader can get become a big buddy with a 22 year old grad from Tennessee State in tech, and I connect those dots, and he's, he's reading and running a, a 22 year old, I'm 48, I back up. I organically create relationships between the future and their future. So now my college students give me 16 free hours of community service and guess where they go with me? Right to the inner city and they're at the table. So now I have a pipeline, fifth wow. the high school to college to employment and back. They're in, in 11 years where I thought I was crazy and well, how's this all gonna come? Now Hospital Corporations of America is hiring out of us. 
Cigna just hired two females from Fish University, put them in a two-year managed care rotational program. And get ready to submit a grant for IT and STEM with this program to find the techie brown and boy, uh, brown and brown and black boys and girls. Oracle's coming here in three years. They just bought the whole riverfront. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Oh. I'm 28 years in IT. They're going to be coding, making apps, being able to take their families out of poverty with amazing jobs and mm-hmm. be present- presentable and get through these interviews. We're doing something here. And I'm just kind of crazy. I'm kind of getting goosebumps now. <laughs> I'm getting goosebumps what? too. I want to go run now. I'm like, where's my suit? <laughs> Cut it. Let's I just know. go. Run I just again. want to come with Put you. Put on a and, suit and run. I, yeah. I'm going to grab dust off my suit and run. <laughs> it, it's not crazy at all. And maybe you didn't see the, the steps, right, at the beginning, but it makes complete sense because I still remember a gentleman named Mark Rads, Rugsdale from seventh grade. It was a program that came in and taught finance to junior high students. Mm-hmm. I still remember the guy's name. And wow. it, I can't believe he was more than 24, 25 years old, fresh out of college in his first corporate job, but he took the time to come. And so connecting those dots and linking those people up, Mm -hmm. you know, all through that process is what it takes because Mm -hmm. so many times you're, you're eliminating that excuse of, well, I never saw anybody like me or close to me or whatever. We're eliminating that. And that's beautiful. Yeah. What is the date in September of your race so everyone can come and support? Next year, the 12th annual will be September the 10th, okay. 2022. The, as always, the week after Labor Day, the teachers like it because school's back in. That's that last holiday. We eat good, right? We got to run off that barbecue. We got to run off those baked beans and grandmother's <laughs> sweet potato pie. So um, everything kind of settles down. And then we, we, we have the schools that are, that are in and it, it makes for a great post uh, eventful holiday weekend um, that first Saturday right after we got the permit. We're going to be at Shelby Bottoms. It's a beautiful, it's a flat course. Again, great for mm-hmm. introductory runners. Again, we have speedsters, we have people out there, but it's it's our family reunion. We have everyone, we have people coming in. We had a teacher, he drove from Louisville. He said, I read your bio. He said, I'm a 40 year a retired teacher, 40 years. He said, I read your bio. I had to be here to see these kids. And he just hugged me and just at the finish line, I'm just sitting there, we're just crying. He's like, what you're doing is, a, is amazing. So all roads lead to September 10th. I'll be wearing another suit in year 12. Next year, don't know what it is. And we give good bling. I had a four and a half inch medal this year. Last year in year 10, we had a six and a half inch medal. <laughs> so we are, if you like bling, Listen to me. I give <laughs> 45 bucks. So we're giving bigger medals than the marathons um, because it all goes to the cause. And most people, they get the medal, but they they, they see the purpose. They see the mission. Yeah. So I probably go to the students. So our runners, I say, turn around. Last year, all the students made an assembly line. And the fist band played and they just high-fived every runner. And the runners was like, Demetrius, we, there's where my $45 go. 25 students, 50 students receive $1,000 because of you. Can you bring a friend next year? Let's give, let's give a hundred thousand next year. That's our cause. And they see the product every, every single year. Do you have a virtual option for those out there who who are listening? And I know that so many people are going to be moved by this and want to, to donate and contribute. Can they do that and do a virtual option if they can't get to Nashville? Yes, indeed. I started doing the virtual. It was amazing. Three years ago, I started kind of dipping into this virtual thing. 
Uh, we had 719 runners in 20, 2019, our ninth year. So we were planning in tier 10, you know, 1,500 runners, a big festival, and then COVID, boom. But two years prior, I had started sending medals to friends from Black Men Run, Black Girls Run, and other organizations who said, Demetrius, you know, it's a $500 weekend in Nashville for a $45 race. I said, no, stay where you are. I'll mail it, not knowing in year 10, we would send out 790 medals to China, to Hawaii. And so I was... I was ahead of the game with this, this virtual thing, not knowing that um, the, the pandemic was shut down all races, but we have a thriving virtual option. You can pick virtual, mail me my packet. It gets mailed to you before the race. You'll get your tech t-shirt. You'll get that big bling. Um, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll let people just, um, just run all over the world. We, we are expanding all over the world now. Unbelievable. That's awesome. Tell us about, I know you're, you're, uh with black men run yes so what's your role in that oh That's- wow we just celebrated yeah. friday eight years we were in a fourth city the chapter up eight years ago with black men run so we're very close to jason and ed we are the the the, the, the facilitator of the brown boys read program so with black men run partnership brown boys read and then my nonprofit, i'm going to now be going to other chapters to train them on how to get, because our ultimate goal is what if 2 million boys were, be, were being read and how, you know, it, now I'm on a mission to take this to Black Men Run. So uh, Black Men Run saved my life. A lot of our guys, had a guy just lost hundred pounds in less than a year through running. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the things we're doing here in Nashville, uh, seeing um, you know us run down the street and having those colleges there, we have an HBCU run where we intentionally run through Meharry Medical College. And students are going, I never saw a black man run. Come on, man, join us next week. You know, <laughs> we're taking really uh, to heart our way to carry that six foot flag. Don't make any noise and just run. And through the communities that we run through, they don't see that. And they honk, they cheer, the cops get behind us sometimes, put the Rocky music on. Da-da-da. We're like, hey, thumbs up. Because it's not about white and black. It's about them seeing men inspiring yeah. the community. And for everyone to be a model citizen. So that's what it's all about. So I love Black Men Run. Amazing. You, know, uh, you do know that you, I'd give one, one warning for you, or really for Robert Smith, because if he keeps coming to colleges, paying off student debt, you're going to put that man out of business. You're going to bankrupt him if he keeps making that, those donations, because oh. you're going to be sending so many kids oh. to college yeah. just you know, and hopefully debt free, but yes. at least, you know, minimize it. I, I can just see this wave of tide changing in yes. communities, run one mile at a time, one student at a time, or 500 at a time, the way you're going, you know, and <laughs> we want one in every state. I want a steps of success. My goal is to get it in my hometown, Cincinnati, Ohio, my wife's um, hometown, Louisville. We're going to go back to our, our high schools and plant steps of success, 5Ks there and create you know, on the same day, September 10th, 10th next year, I'm hoping to have a run in Cincinnati and one in Louisville. And that way it can organically grow. We're going to give away a full ride. You'll never give away a full ride unless you give away. When I first scholarship in 2010 was 250 bucks. Wow. And I felt bad. And the students said, Demetrius, that they were like, it's not even about the money. What you're doing in the Pathway to Success Leadership Academy, teaching us about networking, um, job interviewing, how to sort for a resume, 
how to handle a difficult. They said the money's good, but the the TED talks and the workshops that you do and bringing 200 and 300 students face to face with some of the biggest leaders, leader um, subject matter experts um, in the city and the world. They said that's where introverts learn how to not let that become a barrier in their lives because you're doing those workshops. So. You know, I'm like, thank you, kids. They're like, no, you're doing great. But we do know that one day we're going to be giving away full ride scholarships. Mm-hmm. Mr. Smith, we're going to make some trouble for you. We're going to be able yeah. to. <laughs> for sure. Education has cost so much. Wow. You're doing such an amazing job for the community, your local community, and now across the U.S. and the world. Everyone is going to, hopefully we can help shine a light on this and to donate Let's and be a part it. of it. Before we talk about Nashville, though, I want to talk about your own running in it for a second. So yeah, yeah. go back to that really quickly, because I know we touched on you doing a marathon in two weeks, St. Jude's Marathon. Um, now, have you been working with a coach or are you coaching yourself? What's that look like? Kind of coaching myself again as, as captain with Blackman Run. They're running right now. Matter of fact, they're out. They're out. We run every Tuesday and every Saturday. And then we find out who's training for the full, who's training for the half. I help break these men and women up into different groups. Um, and then we train together. So I'm doing some training with a couple uh, guys and gals who are, are looking to kind of run together, pack together um, and go from there. So I've never had a personal trainer, but uh, uh, besides Michelle, who got me into running 14 years ago, thanks to her, she, uh, I owe it all to her. I never would have been where I am today if she wouldn't have came by my treadmill when I was running, you know, I got, I'm, I'm limping. I had a ruptured Achilles. She's like, you can run faster than that. And I'm like, who is this chick? Who? I'm like, you're all up in my personal space. Lo <laughs> and behold, we start talking. She's from Cincinnati. I'm from Cincinnati. And, and now she's my big sister. We have 14 years of running uh, four or five times a week. Um, we know each other's heartbeat. I'm the left foot. She's the right foot. So she has been uh, an amazing trainer for me. I'm working on my diet. So, you know, that's, a, I've dropped about 15 pounds. I'm, you know, just a COVID, you know, not even COVID, just me and bad habits. I don't eat enough. So I'm setting goals for myself to do better, practice what you preach um, and how you cultivate everybody else. You just swallow, swallow your own medicine. Um, so it's diet. Um, I work a full-time job. I'm CEO of a nonprofit, Black Men Run. Uh, pastor of seven churches, 22 years of marriage, a 17-year-old gymnast. So all of that, and my wow. father says every week, you got another gray, another one. He's counting <laughs> the grays. Uh, but I'm going to smash this for, I'm going to do this in, in, in a sub four. I believe you all can push me and, and help me to do that. September, oh, yeah. November 20th, look out for my social media page and say, he did that sub four. I won't do it in the suit. No promises there. <laughs> oh, that's so good. To Unless you want to put some money on it. If you want to do some scholarships, hey, you know, if you want to put 50000 hey, I'll run a full marathon in the suit. Uh, but I believe I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make that stuff for. I'm going to get it. We're going to yes, be you cheering are. you on uh, November 20th for sure. And I know you're going to do it. That's pretty, that's really cool. I'm excited. I'm going to say, I, I want to, as much as I know we start with where to run, I almost want to start with the food, but I'm not going to. Because... <laughs> You we'll already, get there. You already said a few things and I'm like, okay, I can't wait to get to the food. I know. Go ahead. Oh my gosh, Demetrius, I have not been to Nashville. It is so on my short list. Mm-hmm. Have to come to Music City. When we come, where are you taking us on a run? Oh my good. I'm I'm taking you. So we're gonna we're gonna run the five bridges. So the okay. five bridges is a route we created. We have about 24 routes, but the five, five bridges is um you have the Cumberland River, you have the Titan Stadium. It's a beautiful a backdrop of downtown. 
we're the it city. I think over 200 people are moving to the city every day here. Um, so we're, 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 we're changing. So we're going to take you on the five bridges. You're going to run every bridge downtown and it's at night. So you get to see the bridges lit up Fun. and you just be able to see Titan stadium, see the rhyme and see uh, uh, the predator stadium. So it's a beautiful six mile run. Um, go down one, up another. You'll see all the murals. The John, the John Lewis mural. Uh, great fist guy, John Lewis. God rest his soul. Uh, mm-hmm. Just, just got flanked on the building downtown. Um, uh, then we're gonna take you to Fifth and Broadway, uh, and the National um, African American um, Music Museum just opened up um, this year, right wow. in the smack middle of downtown, and Fifth and Broadway, where we have four levels of food music, mm. more food, hot chicken, <laughs> Slim and Husky's Pizza, Tennessee State University's uh, students started one of the baddest uh, premium uh, uh, pizza parlors where you can, it's one side, it's called Slim after Slim, and Husky is friends a little bit heavier, Husky, Slim and Husky's Pizza, black owned, you get one size and put whatever you want on it, shrimp, no extra cost. So we're gonna oh don't, we're gonna carve you up there. We're gonna take you to Eddie V's. We're gonna take you to Justin Timberland's 12, 12 20, 2012. Um, and this is all in one spot. We're gonna just hit Broadway. And for one whole day, I'm gonna run you down Broadway, then I'm gonna feed you and wine and dine you on Broadway. I'm sold. <laughs> Come on. And my ticket is booked. You gotta I get here. Really I mean sold. Nashville, you gotta get here. <laughs> You got to get to Nashville. You know what? And I agree. I've heard and I've been reading articles and people are coming to your city. They want to live there. There's something drawing people to Nashville. I think it's a beautiful place to live. I feel like it's relatively affordable, but now who knows with all the people coming. (laughs) It's it's a hard sale right now. I mean, when I got here in 92, uh, where where I run through now, it it was the hood then. It's called the Gulch now. So there's Lamborghinis. You, you didn't run back through where we are partying uh, at now, uh, back in 92, but it, they've done a beautiful job. The tech, you know, it's going to be another Silicon Valley again. Amazon's opening up here soon. Uh, the uh, Rich Carlton's coming. The Grand Hyatt just opened. Uh, Oracle just bought the whole riverfront. Um, Bridgestone is here. Uh, I mean, it is, again, it's an amazing city to jump in. You better jump in here now or it's another year or two. It's going to be, wow. Yeah, I hear you. All right. sounds like I need to buy some property in Nashville. (laughs) A a suit and run into suit uh, enterprise. Let's buy some property. I love it. Okay, so wait, we were talking about the foods. Okay. Do we want to run yeah. the girls first? Well, are we done? No, we, no get food. I'm getting to the food. Right, the okay. bridges <laughs> run, it sounds amazing. You can run at night. It's a six mile run. If you want to be ambitious, you can do it twice and do 12 miles. Okay, now we're moving on to the food. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you told us about that pizza place. Tell and is there anything, anything else that you would recommend, like breakfast or lunch that you love in Nashville? Yes, Mo- Monel's is one of our favorite spots. It's a um it's an old-fashioned house, and everyone comes in, and it's family style. So you tell you, put your phone down. They're going to put you at the table with a bunch of people you don't know, and all they're going to tell you is pass the food to the right. Fried chicken, collard greens, corn pudding, sweet. You're in, you're in Tennessee. You're going to get real sweet lemonade and tea. 
Oh, yeah. We'll get real sweet tea, <laughs> um, <laughs> coleslaw, bisque, and, and, and this is just passing to the right and company um, and meeting people. Um, so Monell's, there's one downtown in Germantown. There's one, the original house out by the airport, five minutes from the airport. So as soon as you all get up, go out there for, they have breakfast, brunch, and they have dinner. Mm. Um, you have, uh, well, we like seafood. So we, you know, we, we have some good seafood spots here. Um, Eddie V's has a good, good seafood. And that's down at Fifth and Broadway. Um, and then there's just, again, here, no chains. No chains. So every Friday, every Friday now, my wife and I, we've been here um, 14 years. So Friday, I shut the computer down and it is, we're hitting an entire street, every restaurant on every street. Because the chains, again, you're going to find some houses converted into restaurants, you know, some Jamaican food. So it's leave the chains alone. You know, they're they're here, Mm -hmm. but you're going to take you on 12th Avenue and you're going to see names that you'll never be familiar with. Jump in there, grab it. So we've made it through one whole street. We just found another street. Um, uh, Red Perch is an Australian owner and he does fresh fish. A little small spot. But the red snapper, the the um, the uh, the trout, um, these hush puppies, smoked gouda. I don't know. I thought I, I thought I was drinking, you know, the smoke, the liquid smoke. I mean, I was like, what is this? They were like hush puppies rolled with cod and smoked gouda cheese, and they smoke. He's wow. the owner came out. I said, I'm like, what did you put in this? And this is all in the Sylvan Park downtown. So, oh. Just oh find a street and just day one in, day two out, and just seafood, barbecue, of course, and oh, your hot yes. patty beans, <laughs> Princess, Princess Hot Chicken was it was made here. We know Princess uh started the hot chicken revolution and now it's mm-hmm. all over. So her original store is here. So uh, we're gonna burn your mouth a little bit and get some some original real Nashville hot chicken. Wait, 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 hold on. That's called Princess Princess Hot, hot Chicken. And there's 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 um Hattie B's and Princess. Those okay. are the two original um Nashville hot chicken um entrepreneurs. Princess Love hot chicken. And people, you know, some people like them both, you know. Uh, it's a who's the best, you know. I can get <laughs> both, you know, I'm stingy. I'll I'll, I'll eat them both. Yeah, oh low, low competition makes yeah. uh, makes everybody better. That's, I know. that's it. I want to try both. And, and where are we going for barbecue? <laughs> barbecue, new barbecue. You know, you got Jim and Nick's. You got all that here. But it's like, no, let's find something new. Um, so barbecue here, I would I would go, man, it's, it's just so many mom and pops. Um, yeah. A chain, again, you've got your famous Dave's. You have your, you know, Sweats. Yeah, Sweats is a good one. Sweats is a good meet in three. Um, right down by Tennessee State, uh, off the skirts of downtown. Sweats is a good fried catfish. Get you some uh, pork ribs. Um, we definitely have to be running a oh, lot. Yeah. You have to run. Nashville. I'm going to roll yeah. me out of that. <laughs> Again, you're going to run past half these places. If you just started on Broadway, you're going to hit so many restaurants. And downtown is just, again, I was thinking about what do I say? We did Jay Christopher's. The other day, Milk and Honey um, is a great place um, for brunch. Milk and Honey is, a, I love milk and honey. And it's it's mm. right in the gulch okay. in a good place. You can walk and walk off that waffle and that velvet uh, uh, cheesecake waffle. 
getting hungry, aren't you? You're getting hungry. <laughs> incredible. My mouth is watering. Oh my gosh, you should start your own restaurant guide because you know you've got this down. Like you got. I hey, love it. And, and you know what? And you're getting oh, yeah. the miles in to, so you earned it. You, you know, know what? You, no no yeah. guilt. What about hotels? Where are we going to stay when we come? You got an Airbnb. I okay. Mean, okay. Again, on the Grand Hyatt, you got the J. So JW Marriott just moved in the Grand Hyatt. Our family came and we got a five level Airbnb, five levels. I mean, here you've got to hit an Airbnb to really get the experience. But if you're going to do hotels, uh, I like the JW. They have a walkout pool. The Westin's right across. Um, so then the Virgin Hotel. Oh, the Virgin Hotel is almost like, I'm like, is this a club or a hotel? I mean, people are in line, like just trying to get to the rooftop. I mean, every it's music, right? Wow. So you've got music and these hotels are closing down at 10. And then at 11 o'clock, it is right. put on your heels, put on your skinny jeans and your blazer. We gonna take you out, and we gonna hop from hotel to hotel. Oh, how fun <laughs> is We going that? to party only in Nashville. I mean, only in Nashville. And, and I'd be remiss without asking. Tell us about any particular music venues. Yeah, because I know there's like a thousand. So I don't know if there's one or two that I know stand something out you for have you. to do. Like oh you goodness. know, go here when you come to Nashville, music wise. Yeah, I mean, you have um, Exit In is one is a is a little. I call it a hole in the wall because it's not very big, but some of the biggest artists um, go there. But the new fifth in Broadway, um, I would recommend that because if you want to go to one spot park and then you have, you know, Timberlake's club and he has a, a, a stage. And then right around the corner, there's another venue that has a person on the mic. Uh, and a drummer and you're going how how are they not clashing nashville i mean literally the you know the the, the clubs are literally right next to each other and the way they have the infrastructure you don't even really i guess the windows i mean they're in the windows like you know i'm going i'm a drummer i'm like dude you're killing it. i'm sticking my head in the window like hey you're sounding great you know? <laughs> and it's like the next one it's like how is all this music so you have to visit the new African-American American National Music Museum. Okay. It is right in Fifth and Broadway, right in the heart of downtown, right across from Predator Stadium. You will be in there for five hours. Oh, you're going to see the contracts of Michael Jackson, uh, Prince. And I mean, wow. it's, you can and you can karaoke. It is it just opened last year. So it is brand new and you can't have Music City without Motown and about, you know, it's not, most people think it's just country. No, this city has everything. Everything, yeah. I mean, it was emotional to see the actual mm. contracts, to see the outfits, to hear the stories, and then be able to pick up a mic and sing. Mm. Um, <laughs> what an ambassador you are for yeah. your city. I can feel the energy and the, the love that you man. have. I love yes, it. Yes, <laughs> I know, for your city. Like, I mean, that is really cool that you just like, you can just literally like name off all this stuff and have so much enthusiasm. All right, everybody, we're all going to meet in Nashville and yes. have a big old party. I'm going to yeah. be, I'm going to be your so host. Cool. We're going we're gonna to run, you know, we're going to eat. We're going to run some more. This is a beautiful, I mean, the the South again, the how are you doing? You know, a lot of my friends in New York, they're like, Demetri, I came to Nashville and somebody actually said hello. It's So it's just a lovable city. Um, it's getting very diverse. And I, I attribute that to the, again, seven universities are within 15 minutes. So you have thousands of culture. Mm -hmm. Every year, there, there are thousands are coming in. 
thousands are going out. So the city is going to stay hip. It's going to stay fresh. It's going to stay new. And it just makes for a great blend of good old Southern love. And y'all come and see us. You're here. Yes, <laughs> we are coming, sir. What about running stores? Yes, yeah, in Nashville, like a good running store. Oh, yeah. We're going to take you to um, Fleet Feet. Um, a good friend, Christy Beth, there at Fleet Feet. So we have about four feet, Fleet Feet here. Uh, we also have Jackrabbit running right there on the Mumbrium downtown. Um, the Mumbrium, the hill I'm going to be r- running up <laughs> oh, <laughs> next week. The Operate, if you want an uh, outlet experience, I mean, Opry Mills outlet. But before I leave Nashville, what should I see? I mean, you can't come to Nashville and not see the architecture of the acoustics of the rhyme. And be, I will be remiss. It's our homecoming also. Woo! This week. You have to stop by Fisk University, the W.E.B. Du Bois, the John Lewis, the Nikki Giovannis, the Jubilee Singers celebrating 150 years, the first African-American spirituals to win a Grammy this year. So the Fisk Jubilee Singers, come on that little 40-acre campus and see where Harriet Tubman and and, and the Underground Railroad and John Lewis and and, Mm. uh, Frederick does all these individuals have have, have, um, walked. Um, and see the history of this amazing university. I would like you to go to Percy in a, a park, a trail park that's beautiful. It's called Percy Warner Park. Okay. Oh my goodness. Now, um, peacocks, uh, the animals, a lot of the country music and, and music industry people go out because you can kind of sit over and look over the hill and get mm. inspiration. So you'll see people there just with the tablet getting inspiration. It is that they have a full marathon route. They have a half, a 5K, and you can just backpack. You can go off trail or you can stay on the, on the course. So um, they have a course called the, look up the Flying Monkey. Okay. It's one of the toughest, hardest courses in the, in the country. And is it like a, is that like a trail race? An it's ultra a tra- or what is that? No, um, they, they have both. They have an ultra and they have a regular um, half, a regular full marathon. The Flying Monkey, I believe, is a, is a, is a full marathon. Oh, you man. know what? It sounds like Nashville is a beautiful city to live. I mean, you just sound so enthusiastic in the, the picture that you're painting. I mean, gosh, it sounds like, you know, yeah, it's time to pack up the suitcases or something. And, I know. You know, and he didn't tell you about his other job as a real estate agent. You've got the whole package. He's that crazy guy in the suit. Give him 10% for every sale here. Say that there. I'm here because of that crazy guy, Demetrius, running in the suit. Uh, give him 10% of the sale on his house. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll. What is your favorite season in Nashville? Because I know you guys get seasons. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's summer, long summers, long, I'm in a t-shirt sometime in December. We don't handle snow. If you want to be in the city, we have one little pile of salt. If it's snow, you're going to be stuck on the highway for five hours. We don't know how to handle it. Fall is, I mean, winter, it's, it's transitioning, you know? So again, it's weird here because you just have to just because it's winter in December here, you can actually be outside running and just, some tights in the this morning. I, I had the coat and everything. I just wore one of my black men run dry fit sleeve shirts and I was fine. You know, no hands burnt cold. And I was like, wow, this is amazing weather. I love the city. Um, and I love the, the I, to answer your question, summer is the best here for me. It's, it's okay. a beautiful, beautiful thing. 
Okay. Oh, let me mention this. Jazz, my good friend, Victor Chapman, he does jazz on the Cumberland. The Cumberland River, there's an amphitheater. And imagine three, four, five thousand people in lawn chairs listening to free jazz. Try to align your visit with one of those dates. He does it on, of course, during the summer. Again, grab you a candy apple, go on a Cumberland, see the beautiful backdrop, and listen to some amazing um, jazz. Thanks to my great friend, Victor Chapman, and Jazz on the Cumberland. Sold. That's beautiful. Uh, yeah. Sold. Uh, completely. Again, another... I know. Man, I'm going to be writing show notes until like next week because there's so (laughs) many amazing things for me to put on this. Yes. On this um, whole journey. Yeah. Yeah. This whole conversation. Uh, Now, you you touched on a little bit, but tell us the names of your favorite races. I know which one's going to be first, but what are some of your favorite races? Oh, <laughs> of course, Steps of Success, you know, it, it, it brings a lot of people out. People come um, from different, different backgrounds to run in this race. Um, I like the East East Nasty Tomato Fest 5K. Um, East Nasty was, is a uh, little suburb of downtown. Um, the Rock and Roll um, without, that I'm running for St. Jude again. St. Jude, come on, who... I know. Amazing things at St. Jude and the Rock and yeah. Roll doing for for our, these beautiful, blessed uh, children who who need the the help and their families and the support. So we always support St. Jude. The TSU Big Blue, that's Tennessee State's uh, 5K. I love that you have such a thriving running community there yeah. in Nashville. That is really cool to have that. The BNA 5K, we run on the airport runway. What? Oh, wow. That's oh, my. You just imagine the Indianapolis 500. You have this circle, right? And you're just running and you're like, I'm not going. But to see people on the other side, I took a picture last year, the first year. And it, it was just a, like a panoramic view of runners because you, it's not left and right. It's just a circle. They have about 2000 runners and they sell out every year. And you get to say, I ran on the airport and that's cool that they shut it down for the race too. Yeah. Awesome. Oh my gosh, Demetrius, this has been so much fun. You are so cool. And the things that you are doing are, is so amazing. I can't wait to like share this with everyone. So everyone can get to know you and see what you're doing. We love to ask our guests the last question, which is if you could run anywhere in the world, where would it be and why? Wow. For me, I would want to run in Africa. We, we were going to, we're actually going to put the, our race in Africa. My dream is to take the steps of success 5k and hook our educational initiative in Kenya or um, in Africa somewhere, just, mm. just to, to fly over and to run in that suit um, and inspire um, those beautiful young young people um, would be a beautiful honor for me. Um, that would be a dream come true for me to do that. I can see that happening. Absolutely. I love that answer. Thank you. Where can everybody find you? Because they need to find you and <laughs> all the wonderful things you're doing. So where can we find you? Well, wow. uh, my personal handle for Instagram is Demetrius Short, um, D-E-M-E-T-R-I-U-S-S-H-R-T. Um, the steps of success is steps of success 5k um, on Instagram. Um, the website stepsofsuccess5k.org 
for the race, the nonprofit's called Transformation Life Center, and you can visit that at transformationlifecenter.org. Transformation Life Center's Instagram is TLC underscore Nash, TLC underscore Nash. Um, and then on Facebook, Transformation Life Center and Steps of Success 5K. We love yeah. it. You guys, there is no reason why everybody shouldn't be following Demetria Short. We're <laughs> going to put all of this in the show notes so you don't even have to worry about it. It's all going to be written there for you. Demetrius, thank you so much for being on our show. We really are honored to have you. Thank you. Thank you, sir. All right. Bye. Demetrius Short, if I could vote in Nashville, you would definitely be my next pick for mayor. Your energy and passion for running and educating young people is absolutely infectious. It's crazy ideas like running 5Ks in a new suit that change the world. Who would have ever thought a distance runner would need a high fashion designer brand as a sponsor? But that would be a perfect fit. Everyone, follow Demetrius on Instagram at Steps of Success 5K and Demetrius Short. Come follow us at Sweet Run. Nat Runs Far and on SweetRun.com. A huge thank you to our friends at Inside Tracker for sponsoring the show. Use the code SweetRun to take 25% off on everything that they have to offer. We love the essentials package. Go find out what's going on inside your body and have an awesome racing season. A big thank you to Inside Tracker. Are you guys enjoying the Sweet Run podcast? We are loving bringing you this awesome content with amazing athletes from all over the world, sharing their personal journey, their running stories, and the tidbits and intimate details about where they live and sharing it with you guys. We really appreciate you guys being here. Join us next week for another great conversation with an awesome runner living in a great location. We'll see you then. We will see you then.